We'll try that again. Professor Tim Harcourt from UTS joins us now to discuss. Great to see you, uh, Tim. Talk to us about what is happening in Argentina at the moment. The new president there, some drastic changes. We all think of Argentina, at least I do, and I think of uh, the Peronism, which has continued even to this day in their politics, uh, back from Juan and Eva Peron. Um, talk to us about what we're seeing and the reasons why we have to see them. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, the new Argentine president was sort of a big hit at Davos, uh, partly because he uh, flew a commercial airliner instead of uh, jetting in on a private jet. And, and secondly, he gave them a, a bit of a serve, saying that they're too much into collectivism and uh, uh, sort of do-gooder intervention, and uh, they need a bit more free markets and libertarianism. And of course, Argentina has swung between uh, sort of free marketism and, as you say, periodism intervention is, in, its, in its history, and unfortunately hasn't got a lot to show from it uh, going in either direction. Yeah, very much so. It's been a basket case, let's be honest, about where the economy has been. Um, we talk about the new president as if he's the Trump of Argentina. Certainly after he won office, uh, Donald Trump was out congratulating him, almost declaring him one of his own. Um, talk to us about what that means for the region if things are at a point where they feel that they need a Donald Trump type character to cut through. Yeah, it's interesting. I guess that the prism of international politics is to compare everyone to Trump. Even the Brazilian former president Bolsonaro was called the tropical Trump because he was sort of a right populist. Uh, but the Argentinian president, uh, I think, is more a libertarian. He's a free market professor of economics and has some interesting, unusual views on on, on social policy and he's uh, a bit of an eccentric personal life. So very different to Trump and Bolsonaro. But he's really gone in hard on um, uh, terms of tax reform, in terms of abolishing the central bank, in terms of picking up the uh, uh, the US dollar, uh, hoping to avoid the dollarization uh, debt devaluation problems of Argentina's past. Uh, and he's also um, abolished, uh, for want of a better word, sort of woke departments like departments of equity and uh, inclusion in the Argentine government because he thinks uh, uh, it's causing, you know, discrimination the other way. So he's a Which is kind of the opposite, of right, of, of Peronism, um, the idea of uh, the right. descomisados uh, and, and bringing people together uh, to believe that it's a government for them, um, the social policies of that era, uh, the Peronism that, of course, we remember Eva Peron uh, and the story about her for. Um, that story has been hugely divisive in Argentinian politics, even until now. And to see a new president essentially taking a knife to these projects and programs. I'm talking about even um, commercialising uh, the, the national broadcaster, which you can imagine in this country, uh, good luck. Um, but trying to wind back some of the policies and you say liber uh, liberatism, but I suppose in, in a lot of ways, it's a smaller government. It is. And of course, Peron Peronism is, wasn't identity politics. Uh, Peron was very much about collectively... Uh, helping the working class as the massive, of which masses of which Eva Peron was one herself, and in some ways it was because in the 19th century uh, Argentina was run by the oligarchs and uh, the working class couldn't get a look in, and the response was massive intervention, which was well-meaning, 
but in the end, not sustainable. And that's his sort of reaction. What do you think we learn from that? That's a, such a good point. I mean, there's always calls. I watch some broadcasts uh, where at the end of every news story, they say, and there are calls for the government to do more. And you often think about what does that say about us where we expect the government to fix our problems? Um, there are some who obviously need that. But when it becomes widespread, is that where Argentina found themselves? Uh, I think so, and, and, and unsustainable, unsustainable. And the institutions, uh, there became a lot of corruption and, and cronyism, but uh, that's not just Peron, that was right across the board. So it's partly the, the quality of your institutions, and that's why, say, Australia, with the same resources, same immigration tradition as Argentina, has been a lot more successful with the same sort of endowment. Let's talk about your writings in the lead up to Australia Day just gone, that Australia has its economic and political institutions right compared to places like Argentina. Yeah, I mean, I've been to 60 countries around the world, Aaron, and I still think Australia has largely got its right, got it right. It's not perfect and it can always make improvements. But when you think yeah. about it, 90% of people that have come here or their grandparents have come here or their great-grandparents have come here, yeah. uh, whether refugees or migrants or, or, or convicts, uh, they've done better. So, you know, the the the, um, the challenge is to make things better for Indigenous people and some other people of all. And that is the biggest test in itself, isn't it? Just how people are going as the generations continue. We have to leave it there for now. Always appreciate your time, Tim. Thank you. Thanks, Aaron.